This is Inspired in 15, where we dive into big ideas with the smartest founders and operators we know. In this episode, Charlotte speaks with Anil Varnasi, co-founder and CEO of Meter, all about internet infrastructure. Anil and his brother started Meter in 2015 to make turning on internet and Wi-Fi for commercial spaces as easy as switching on electricity. As we return to the office, our dependence on internet is only increasing. Anil shares where new innovations like 5G and Starlink fit in and what elements of his industry will be automated moving forward. Welcome Anil after the break. As a founder, I know that acquiring customers is important, but keeping them is even more important. That's what separates the good from the great. As you grow your business and build great product, Zendesk for Startups helps you build the foundation to deliver great customer experiences. Startups get Zendesk customer service software free for six months and can access their exclusive community of founders, partners, and resources. Claim this offer at zendesk.com forward slash inspired and start building lasting customer experiences. Welcome, Anil. We're so excited to have you here today, and I'm excited to dig in. You started Meter in 2015. Tell us why you picked this space. What was broken about the way enterprise-grade networks are set up and maintained? Yeah, thank you so much for having me on today. I think it's you know quite easy to romanticize ex post on why you did something, but if I had to pick maybe a couple of reasons that pushed us towards building Meter. One, I think we just wanted a product like this ourselves. Two, what we were seeing was as everything moves to our software and automation as every part of our work, internet infrastructure turns out to be more important. And three, with better internet infrastructure, we do have a very strong sense that everything gets better. Work, commerce, play, education, healthcare. When there's better internet infrastructure in spaces, we see productivity go up and all of the other positives on outcomes go up for different types of spaces. So I'm not sure if there is one reason, but wanting it ourselves, caring about internet infrastructure and how those outcomes get better are probably some of the reasons why we believe having better internet infrastructure in spaces is an important thing to work on. Totally. As someone who has struggled with internet, both at home and in the office many times, I can totally relate to kind of just like the importance of the problem you're trying to solve. And I'm curious, you know, I think when a lot of people think about internet, we think about really big companies like, you know, Fios and in New York, we have Spectrum. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, why Meter is different from the options that, you know, we know to be out there? Yeah, it's a really good question. So to be clear, we're not a internet service provider, ISP. So we actually partner with ISPs and many of the ones you mentioned as well. Those companies, you know, crunch up streets, build data centers, put in fiber throughout our streets and bring fiber and cable to buildings. What Meter works on is internet infrastructure inside of spaces. So routing, switching wireless inside spaces. We're not competitors to ISPs. We are partners to them. So what actually makes us different from them is precisely that, is that they bring the infrastructure to a building. Meters infrastructure helps spaces inside of buildings. So are you replacing any companies today or are you really a net new product that is basically just enhancing an experience? Yeah. So today what companies have to do when they have to get internet infrastructure is deal with a lot of vendors, deal with a lot of hardware and software, spend a lot of capital, and then maintain systems themselves. 
And what Meter does is help all that bring together by being entirely vertically integrated. So if we think about, I'm sure everybody listening and all of us on this call here order a lot of things on e-commerce. So when we order something on e-commerce, where does that really go, right? We press buy for an order, that order goes into a warehouse management system, it goes into a warehouse. And today, if we look at a warehouse like that, there's robots and scanners and people and computers and tablets and sensors. All of it runs on internet networking Wi-Fi. The question that Meter actually helps answer is how do you actually get great internet networking Wi-Fi in spaces so that spaces like that can just do their work? So Meter today replaces an entire suite of need to go work with many different vendors, companies having to be experts in hardware and software themselves and management of networks, and companies having to go spend a lot of capital. What we think about is a world what it was like before any of the cloud provider services, maybe a good example, something like AWS, and what was it like after? And so before AWS, anytime any business wanted any computing power, they would have to go rent out a space, buy a rack, bunch of servers, spend a lot of time, capital, and have expertise to have really great infrastructure. Then companies like AWS came along where they made it incredibly simple for any business to have really great infrastructure. That's what we think internet infrastructure for spaces should be like as well. Again, today, Companies have to go talk to a lot of different vendors, be experts in hardware and software, spend a lot of capital to have really great internet networking Wi-Fi. With Meter, what we do is take an address and a floor plan for a space, and then the end outcome is really great routing, switching, wireless, that's fast, secure, reliable, and gives really great internet networking and Wi-Fi for any commercial space. Got it. Makes sense. So basically, anytime a company is having an issue with the internet, they go to Meter rather than going to a kind of mom and pop vendor or the ISP. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the best ways Meter can help is precisely some of the things you mentioned, but also anytime a new business starts a new space or anytime even an existing business starts a new space, one of the first things they have to go figure out is internet infrastructure. Meter is that augmentation to companies where all they have to give us is an address and a floor plan. And then we take care of everything resulting in great internet networking and Wi-Fi for spaces where we build our own hardware and our own software, and then we manage it as well. So Meter builds, deploys, and manages the hardware for routing, switching wireless inside of spaces so companies can have great internet networking, Wi-Fi. And this is any time a business is opening up a new space or if they have problems in their existing spaces and they want better internet infrastructure, any of those cases is where Meter comes in. And so when you think about the current pieces of the puzzle to getting a network set up, everything between you know the ISPs, the hardware, the cabling installation, network management, et cetera, what do you think will evolve most over the next decade and what will be automated? Yeah, this is a really good question. The question I think a lot about. So I'm glad you're kind of asking this and it's an important one to think about. I think, again, the cloud infrastructure, what we've seen is a great precursor to this. You know, if we hearken back to a time before there was a lot of automation, looking at everything from how hardware is performing, how hardware is talking to software, how different pieces of software are working together. And then what do you do to act upon those alerts was all entirely manual. So I think we'll see a similar thing for 
internet infrastructure for spaces as well, where it should be more about understanding what's happening inside of spaces with metrics, building alerts on those metrics. And then like the question you're asking is making action on those. So that can be fixing issues on wireless or security or reliability. Those parts, I believe, will be the first ones to get automated. And what about cybersecurity risks? I imagine that's something that's really top of mind for all of your customers. How does Meter kind of address those concerns? Yeah, it's a great question. I think it's one of the ones that you have to constantly work on. You can't just say, hey, this is the end state and we're kind of done with it. The really interesting part that has happened now that's good for a lot of the cybersecurity work and how it affects Meter's customers as well is there are fewer servers and data on site now compared to maybe 5, 10, 15 years ago. So the attack vector is actually much smaller for companies. And on top of that, with Meter, what we try to push towards is best practices that we're learning from all of our customers, then get applied to all of our customers as well. I think this is one of the advantages of having a company that designs, deploys, and maintains networks is we get the advantage of learning from all of our instances to apply to every single instance. But overall, I think it's a good trend that's happening, which is spaces don't have that much on-premise servers as they used to. So the attack vector is much smaller and companies can fortify themselves a bit better than they were able to five or 10 or 15 years ago. And as work has, you know, fundamentally shifted to more of a hybrid environment, where do you see internet infrastructure kind of going with that in mind? I imagine a lot, if not all of your customers have some sort of hybrid workforce. And I'm curious how they think about how Meter can help them both in the office and then in these kind of more satellite at home offices. Yeah, it's a really good point. And I think it's something that's really top of mind for a lot of businesses, What's interesting is one of our customers mentioned this, and I think it's true what we're going to see for a lot of businesses, is instead of having a space with 10 floors in a single building, in a single city, most companies will have 10 or more spaces in 10 or more different cities. And given that, there's two things that happen. One is it's not going to be possible if companies have spaces in many, many cities to have colleagues that know how to maintain internet infrastructure in every one of those cities, it gets too expensive. Second, given with a lot of the hybrid work, you do need great internet networking and Wi-Fi for calls, collaboration, video, all of those things. So what we're seeing is Meter can really help companies move from single location, single city to maybe more spread out so that they don't have to go build out a massive team and a lot of expense. And also, given how important it is for all the work companies are doing now, because it's hybrid and there's a mix of video and collaboration so much, internet infrastructure is more top of mind for businesses than it's ever been. Interesting. And so moving more into kind of predictions, because I think there's a lot of really exciting things happening in this world, especially just, you know, around 5G and Starlink and whatnot. I'd love to get your macro view on where you think internet infrastructure's tech is headed, specifically around 5G and, and Starlink. Yeah, I think those are incredibly great efforts, right? At the end of the day, all of the work and capital and time and people that's going into making internet infrastructure is like 
a really great thing for 5G and Starlink and what we do. I do think they're going to be, especially a lot of the 5G and Starlink, as those get better and many new technologies like that coming on, there'll be great ways to augment for our customers on the backhaul. So customers might have a primary ISP connection that's a fiber connection and a secondary one that's maybe a shared fiber or coax connection, but they could even have a secondary or tertiary one that's backed by Starlink or 5G so that even when there's outages in any of those connections, there's a backup as well that can really help maintain continuity for a business and maintain reliability and stability for business for their internet infrastructure. So I actually think all of these technologies that are coming out now in businesses are really great of making sure we have great internet infrastructure overall. One thing I've been curious about as a consumer is I become more and more reliant on my hotspot. And yeah. so with 5G, you know, becoming accessible, you know, everywhere soon, I wonder, you know, what do you think there ultimately might be a world where like I don't have internet in my home because I just use my hotspot for everything or or do you not see that happening? Yeah, I mean, I could see a world where that could happen in homes. I think the biggest barriers are just sometimes physics, line of sight for 5G. If we have tons of devices, what does congestion mean and how does that work? What do the costs mean for that? For homes, I could definitely see going that way. Commercial where meter works in, I see less of that future just because there's, you know, if you go into a business or warehouse or life sciences lab, there are hundreds and hundreds of devices that all need great internet and Wi-Fi where that's less possible. But in homes, I could totally see a world that you're mentioning where we just all just work off of our hotspots. But there are some physics and other barriers of technology we have to get to before that can be widespread for everyone, especially high density areas. That's a bit more difficult to do, let's say in a big city with apartment buildings and hundreds and thousands of people in those floors. Makes sense. So I'd love to move into kind of our continuing education section. So I'm going to ask a couple of final questions that we always love to ask our guests. So our listeners can learn a little bit more about the, you know, what you're building in your category. So to start, you know, what's one thing or person we should add to our media diet to read or to listen to, to get smarter about the internet infrastructure landscape? This could be, you know, a Substack, a Twitter account, book, podcast, anything you like. Yeah. There's a great book written by a woman who teaches at NYU. The title is called The Undersea Network. Essentially, I think why it's important is it actually helps us understand where does the internet get connected to all of it? And one of the most important parts of this are the undersea cables that are between massive data centers across continents and across countries. I think it's a very important piece of internet infrastructure that's sometimes understudied, but this book is absolutely fantastic for it. Great. We'll definitely get that and add it to the show notes for everyone listening. What piece of advice would you give to someone looking to break into this industry? I know you've been at it since 2015. And so I imagine there are a lot of, you know, hard earned lessons along the way. Oh man. Um, I think we're still so early in building meter. I'm not sure if I have any general advice, but I had to think about it a bit more. Uh, I think just understanding the extent to which internet infrastructure matters is probably a good place to start. Then people that might be interested can figure out which areas they want to jump in first. So if we think about all of the different technologies we use today, whether it's 
YouTube or Twitch or self-driving cars or even the Zoom call, all of it got better because networking and how we do packet processing got better over the last decade. So thinking through in that lens of how much all of this affects our daily lives and work and um, what we do for fun is probably a good place to start to understand the landscape and then picking one or two areas that somebody might be interested in to jump in. And finally, you know, if you could pay it forward to one upstart in your space, who should we all be keeping an eye on? Yeah. So the organization that's doing this is the furthest thing from an upstart, (laughs) but their initiative is probably something we should all support and keep an eye on. So the organization is the United States government (laughs) and the initiative is the broadband plan that's coming into effect now to making sure all of United States has really great broadband available. And so it's a massive effort across different departments of the government, massive effects across how much of the taxpayer dollars is going to be spent on and how many people are going to work on it. So I would really push towards people paying attention to the broadband plan that's being put forth by the FCC and a bunch of other organizations that's quite seminal and important for all of us. No, totally. I mean, internet really is such a part of your life and your livelihood that it's, you know, not, you know, not quite as important as like water, but it's almost, it's up there for sure. Well, Anil, this has really been incredible. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm super excited to follow along with everything you have in store and excited to watch the meteor journey from afar. Thank you so much for having me and inviting me and uh, great questions as well. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review Inspired in 15. We'll see you next time.